My name is Michael Rosenberg, and I want to welcome you to the Entrepreneur's Connection Show. In this show, we are going to share the tactics, the tricks, the mindset about how you, a coach, consultant, expert, can connect authentically and genuinely with your audience, with your target clients, so that you can create an impact out in the world. And for me, this changed everything. I went from going from you know, slamming the phones, cold calling, to genuinely connecting with people and creating amazing relationships. And if you wanna do the same, then I can't wait for you to hear everything that we've got, all the amazing experts right here on the Entrepreneur's Connection Show. All right, welcome welcome to the Entrepreneur's Connection. We are here with Cody Wassel, and she is an absolutely amazing transformational life coach that helps people connect and align with their inner power, truth, and dreams. And no matter what category of life that applies to in you, she has the tools and experience to share and guide you through mind, body, and soul to uh, really get into that transformation and live fully into your power. So uh, without further ado, Cody, I'm just going to pass it right over to you. And I'd love for you to share a little bit about how you got started doing this and why you do it and what you're doing. Well, first, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, It's always a pleasure and a blessing to be able to share, um, you know, this this passion and really get out there and uh, help inspire others. So I really appreciate you having me here. And yes, as he said, I'm Cody Wassel with Soul Sprout. You know, life coach, um, among many other things, but that's really the main thing. I I absolutely love and adore helping people. get out of their own way, basically, you know, there's so many little fun blocks along the way that we get to play with um, on our journey. So I really love getting in there, seeing what those are, and helping people remap that so that they can streamline to their results what they'd really love in life. Mm, Thanks for sharing that. And how did you get started in this journey of being uh, a life coach? It's actually kind of a funny one because you wouldn't have ever thought that this is where I would have ended up. Um, so, I mean, like, you know, we'll, we'll go back to like, I was an only child and I did a lot with animals and, you know, I just was a very responsible kid and my parents, you know, I'd be home alone a lot. They were working and, you know, I was just, they were loving and everything. They'd leave me notes. And so I had all these responsibilities and things. And so it was mainly around animals. And as I came through college, I had gone to school for photography and I did that for a bit. And then the market got flooded and then I pivoted to animals, which is what I loved. So I actually owned a doggy daycare boarding facility for about 15 years. I built it from the ground up, started in my home and then ended up being this very large, um, locally well-known, you know, animal care facility. And, uh, it was, it was amazing. And I, I loved it. Um, you know, and I, I went from one building to the next and I kept upgrading and things kept getting bigger and bigger and snowballing. Uh, it's amazing what you can do with a little bit of passion. Um, I had absolutely zero business sense whatsoever. I just had a love for what I did and a, and a passion to do it and a vision. And I just went with it and coming into, I don't know, let's see, we'll say about my 12th year, around my 12th year, I really started to feel kind of like stuck, you know, like just wasn't filling that thing anymore. And I was like, man, you know, like 
this was fun, but like, I feel like there's so much more for me to do and experience. And I was really starting to feel this, like, you know, wanderlust, this adventurer kind of person coming out. And I was like, oh boy. <laughs> and I tried really hard to quell that, um, you know, through creating different avenues of income. And, you know, at the time I had a fiance and we'd created like kitty and critter combs. And so we worked on like this um, cat and critter furniture that like 10% of the proceeds went to help save the honeybees. And that was a cool adventure. And we got into some of the local, you know, pet stores. And, and then I was like, oh, and I got into Young Living Oils, which I still do and love, you know, so just bringing that aromatic portion into both my dog business and other, other things. But I tried all these other little facets of something to add into what I was doing with my, with my facility at the time. And it just, nothing was working. Um, all of them would be like a cool woohoo. And then after that, there was still this something inside that was really calling and drawing to me. And uh, I remember sitting on a rock one day, I, I had started like a spiritual therapy kind of a thing. And I'd been doing energy work and I'd been, you know, I'd always been a very spiritual person, but I was being brought into these different layers of, of these kinds of things. And uh, I remember one of the days before I was supposed to go up to see my spiritual therapist, um, who was actually supposed to be helping me with weight loss and things, but it actually ended up that she was helping me with so many other things. It's funny how that happens sometimes. But yeah, I was sitting yeah. at a park and I was on a rock and I watched this duck and this duck kind of swims into the pond and he's kind of on his own doing his thing and the rest of the ducks are along the side and he ducks his head down and he pops his legs up. And he goes like really far down. I mean, I've never seen a duck like with his feet, like reaching so high up. And I was like, wow, he must be reaching for something really good. And for whatever reason, in that moment, I had this like blur out of my mouth. I have to sell my business. And I was just like, whoa. And I felt like this huge weight lifted off. You know, I had kind of talked about, I'm like, I can't do this forever. Like, I'm not going to be doing this forever. You know, and I would put that out there to people and they would just kind of laugh at me and push it off. And, you know, I'd say that I'd tell my parents, I'm like, guys, I don't know if I could do this ever. They're like, oh, honey, you're an expert at what you do now. Like, you know, and I had been, I, I got to the point where I was revered very much in the community. I was well known. It was an identity. It was, it was my everything. Um, so thinking about being or doing something else just really wasn't, I didn't even know what I would do. So yeah, this yeah. thing comes out is like, sell your business. I was like, huh, whoo, okay, but I don't know what to do. But um, I took the step anyway to start to figure this out. And I actually had seen a, a tarot card reader, which is really funny because I didn't tell her anything. And she was like, I see you making some big shifts and moves like in the next like six months. And I hear I'm thinking that, you know, I had this epiphany and that this epiphany was going to take me about three years to prepare to sell the business and prepare, you know, it was a niche, mm -hmm. you know, and I was going to have to take all this time to really organize this move that I'm going to be making. And this woman's like, yeah, I see you making some shifts and things in the next like six months, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, is this woman out of her mind? You know, I'm looking at my watch and things. And I'm like, is she crazy? Like six months? No mm -hmm, way. Mm -hmm. And then, and then what happened? Yeah. Well, and then six months later, actually, so it's going to sound like a little crazy thing here, but I was like, all right, universe, listen, if you want me to really, you know, do this. And it kept, as soon as I got the idea, and then she said six months, it planted this thing inside of me that I'm like, is that possible? Might be a possibility. Maybe. You never know. And I was like, all right, cool. So she 
you know, put that seed in my head and I went out and I started to contact people privately. I didn't want to freak everybody out and let everybody know, you know, so you don't want to lose customers and things of that nature. You don't want to destroy the business before you try and sell it. Right, right. So, you know, I was trying to be very, you know, methodical about it and, and whatnot. And I remembered there was this girl and I'm sitting there in my bed and all of a sudden I hear this voice after I asked the universe, like universe, what do you want me to do? Like, tell me. And it was like, call Jen. I'm like, there's nobody in the house. Like, all right, it's getting a little weird right now. And I'm like, call Jen. I'm like, hmm. so I text Jen. Jen was a person who used to work for me and she had started her own pet sitting business, which is how I started out. I said, Hey, are you open for a conversation tomorrow? She goes, it's the strangest thing. She goes, I was just watching a show. And in the show, the kid's name is Cody. And they were yelling out Cody, like in the thing, as I was texting her and her name was being shouted out to me. So you want to talk about some, some weird voodoo, creepy, yeah, some stuff, weird, right? creepy voodoo stuff. For yeah. Sure. So, uh, you know, um, can't make this stuff up. And I know that it sounds insane, but it happened. And I'm grateful that it did. I called her. I talked to her, her and her husband had actually been talking about taking on a space like mine. And I said, well, instead of building one from scratch, why don't you take one that's already established? And she said, wow, cool. Let's come look at it. So this was just within like a couple of months of this woman saying, you know, six months and literally within six months, they had taken over the running of my business. And so they were running it and operating it while we were figuring out all the back end details for me to step away and then to start to kind of figure out what it would look like for them. So I was still there consulting. We were under contract. I was physically out of the thing and able to go start to search for what it was that I was going to do because I still have no idea. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So how did you, how did you find it? How did you have that revelation for this new business that you were creating? So it's so awesome when you really listen to your intuitive nature. And I had signed up for this thing called Mind Movies because I was working on my mindset and I was working on my spirit and I was working on all these things. And with this, you got these tickets to this thing called Dream Builder Live in California. And I had never heard of it. And I'd never heard of the woman. Her name was Mary Morrissey. And I had never heard of any of this. Mm-hmm. And I get this call shortly thereafter me, right? So this is June uh, that I talked to the people, July, August. So by September, they were starting to kind of like get ready to take over. And then by January, they were actually in and operating. So six months from from the thing okay and it just so happens that this dream builder live thing was when oh in january January. Hmm. and i get this call and it's this woman and she's like hey this is so and so from dream Builder, blah 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 blah." and i'm like okay (laughs) she's like yeah you got free tickets we wanted to know if you're coming and i'm like and i I hung up actually i was like scam hung up (laughs) yeah for sure And she calls back and she goes, oh, I think we got disconnected. And I was like, oh no, I I hung up on you. And she goes, oh, why? Like you have tickets. I'm like, oh, is this like legit? And she's like, yeah. I was like, oh, I could just come for free. And she told me all the things and the details. All I had to do was pay for the flight. And I'm like, January in California. I mean, doesn't sound too bad. I live in upstate New York. So anything sunshiny felt like, you know, a good idea. And I had just been released from all my duties. So why not? So I was like, all right, lady, like, 
sign me up. So I had friends, I went and visited and I had this whole beautiful time in California. I went to the Dream Builder Live event and I walk into these doors and there's all these people dancing and having a good time. And I'm like, what ridiculous cult did I just walk into? Like, mm-hmm. what is this? <laughs> yeah. And um, I was like, you know, just be open, Cody, be open and just hear it out. And this woman got on stage and she was about 69, 68, 69 years old. And she had just this beautiful poise and energy about her and like love just emanated from her. And she began to speak and she started to talk about these tools and things that create successful people and entrepreneurs and people who follow their dreams and their intuition. And I was like, hot damn, I've been doing that my whole life. Everything that she was saying, I was doing without knowing that I was doing it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm her, she's me. Like, this is a great mirror. And I was like, the difference is, is she had the Encyclopedia Britannica and I had the limited edition and I needed what she had. So what she had was the opportunity to become a certified transformational life coach. And that kind of took and packaged all of my spiritual stuff and all of my life experiences now kind of all started to make sense and come into this space where I could actually use it to help people. And that's literally what I had been doing my whole life. Through all of my doggy daycare stuff, I was helping people through training their pets. It was never the dog. It was always them. I was helping my clients. I was helping my workers, my workers, they'd have, you know, different issues with their parents or their friends or their families. And I was always, you know, my, my staff meetings were never really about like what numbers we were hitting. It was about how to align with your real self and how to be happy and how to navigate this stuff and bring yoga in and all these things. So I was like, oh my gosh, it's literally been preparing me for this moment when everything came together. And so that was when the journey of actually becoming a transformational life coach came in and start to take all of these modalities and all of these teachings and things that I learned to use to help me build this life that I love and to be able to give that gift to other people. Mm, Wow. What an amazing story. Just following right through and just, um, all coming together at the right moment and yeah it's a good thing that person called back right (laughs) it's a good thing that they followed up that second time from thinking Uh, of being disconnected um that's an incredible story okay so you started on this journey and i guess what i want to ask is what are some of your what are some of the favorite elements or what are the most impactful elements that you get to work with people on and what do you think could be the most impactful for people listening that they might be able to like implement today or like shift their mindset around yeah so you know when we're talking about um life and the random things out there one of the main things that i found so incredibly important was this idea that you can take this meditative mindset into everything that we do You know, so like how many of us really like to do the dishes? How many of us really love to do laundry? You know, we have all these like adulting things and we're always trying to like skip it, avoid it, you know? So it's this tiny little micro things in our life. 
you know, that we can actually add and breathe new life into by bringing, you know, this meditative space into it. So like when I'm doing the dishes, I'm listening to the water, I'm bringing this awareness into that present moment and just enjoying it for what it is. I'm not trying to rush through it and I'm not trying to, you know, I'm just like wax on, wax off, baby, you know, like, and, and really bringing it in that moment, folding the laundry. It's a peaceful time. I'm sure many people have like chaos and noise in their house and all these crazy things. Like take that moment where you're folding your laundry and instead of be, you know, like I'm folding laundry, like breathe into that and say, yeah. I'm, I'm getting this beautiful moment to myself with these warm, wonderful, clean smelling pieces of laundry that bring me joy and clothe my body. You know, like it's really like when you talk about mindset shifts, it's not just like, I'm happy. I woke up with gratitude. Yay. Thank you. And I'm going to do a couple affirmations. You know, it doesn't work unless you're really fully integrating it into all of the being of your beingness and all of the things that you're doing and experiencing. So that would be one of my biggest tips is, you know, yes, it's great if you're doing yoga, great if you're doing meditation, but when you're off your mat and you're out of your meditation, how are you bringing those practices into your walking life? in the things that we do and the people that we're encountering. You know, I, I always ask myself if something's starting to frustrate me, like what would bring me peace in this moment? What would bring me relaxation in this moment? You know, because I'm not going to change the person outside of me. I'm not going to be able to always change the circumstance. Yes, there's sometimes you can obviously leave the scenario or otherwise, but the point of all of this, all of this spiritual stuff, all of the science, all of this transformation is to actually make a difference for yourself. And by living it and walking it, you get to then be that for other people and they see it and then they want to do it too. So it's really bringing in those like nano micro awarenesses, the tiny little things and how everything feels and tastes and smells and just bringing in that, that love and that joy into those things. Yeah, I think that's really powerful. Just being able to become present in those moments where you, I think, and this is honestly a, um, what's the word, a thread that I've been hearing from a lot of my guests who are speaking about uh, being present or, oh, sorry if I just made a sound, uh, being present or just talking about gratitude. It's like not just for, like, yeah, I woke up in the morning and it feels amazing and the sky is shining and, you know, whatever it is, but it's like in those moments where like, you know, it could be, it could be considered a mundane task, doing the laundry, doing the dishes, but if you receive it in a way from the world, that's just, wow, like I'm so blessed in this moment to be able to have these, have these clothes and have these dishes, have running water, have like whatever it is that you do have. Um, I think that's a really powerful distinction right there to bring it into the rest of the, into all of your life in that micro sense. Yeah, that's definitely something that I've found, you know, has changed. It's been a game changer for me. And I noticed that as I switched those things for myself, my outside world reflected that change. So everything outside of me then became different. You know, they, they say what, like you see the world through rose colored glasses. Yes, absolutely. Because you create that your mind on a science side only knows what you tell it. So you can tell it a narrative of garbage, 
and things that are negative, or you can tell it a beautiful story that everything in your life is romanticized and colorful and beautiful, even when it's kind of, you know, shitty. It can be a little bit shitty and still be awesome at the same time. Mm. You know, I like, uh, I equate that to like, you know, a breakup. You know, yeah, in the moment it feels awful, but you can still be grateful in that moment for that breakup. I, you know, (laughs) just recently, you know, I got ghosted by somebody and I was like very upset. But in the same moment that I was upset and I'm crying and I was like, ah, it wasn't, why is this happening to me? It was, thank you. Thank you for seeing something that I didn't see and allowing that, which obviously wasn't going to serve me, leave my space so that the thing that is going to serve me can come in. So yes, I'm still human. I'm going to feel that physical pain of like, oh, but he was so beautiful and he's a little hottie or, you know, but I really liked the way his hand fell on my cheek or, you know, whatever. And like, you can either keep replaying that and and tell yourself how much you miss it and how awful it is that it's gone. Or you can shift it and say, that was a really beautiful experience. I'm grateful for that time and, and allow the attachment to fall away so that the new thing can come in. So you bring this gratitude and this mindfulness into literally everything. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. In the, into every single thing. I, I, I agree. Um, I, I want to transition a little bit here and I want to talk, to, I want to ask you a question about, it, it's kind of related, but it d- digs a little bit deeper into how can, how can people more powerfully connect with their themselves and like loving themselves and like step into their power? Like, how do you guide people through something like that or finding, you know, for you, it kind of happened by chance, but how can someone take steps towards finding that thing? Yeah. So, you know, number one, I can only guide people as deep as I'm willing to go with myself and as deep as they're willing to go. So, you know, anytime I was ever brought, um, the opportunity to look at something and go deeper with myself, I always got excited about it. I was like, ooh, this is uncomfortable and awful. And I want to go right head into the darkness. And wherever there is darkness, there is the equal amount of light. So for as dark as it is, is as bright as it can shine. And so this was something beautiful that I started to realize. And there's parts about myself that started to come up in layers, you know, through just the practices. And, you know, we all say like, yeah, I like me. I'm pretty cool. Oh, I love myself. Like that's, that's awesome. You know, but there's so many layers to it that, that are deeper than that. Um, and they, they continued to surprise me. Um, I would, you know, practice, like I'd wake up every morning and I'd be butt ass naked in front of the mirror. And I would say like, all right, I am 125 pounds, I'm fit, I'm trim, I'm beautiful, I have everything I need. Like, and I'd go through my affirmations of all the things and all my gratitudes. And this little voice on the other side of me would say, yeah, okay, lady. And then I'd get up the next day and I'd do it again and be like, yep, well, you still have 20 more pounds to go, you know? And oh, yeah, well, you still have blah, blah, blah. And there's always this little other voice that as soon as I would say something positive, it would say something, the equal negative to it, you know? Mm -hmm. and but I kept going with it I kept going with it because I believed it you know like I knew that I was worthy I knew that I was beautiful I you know I, I knew all these things deep down but it was really getting my like 
consciousness in my mind to agree with what I really knew my soul to be and how it was going to be expressed. And I remember I walked in the woods. It was uh, actually recently beginning of COVID. And so I had been saying this stuff to myself for about almost a year, you know, and there are little layers, 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 obviously, you know, I was doing well with my food. I'd gone plant-based. I had ex been exercising. I switched up my water, you know, to this amazing water. And I had all these different things and I was feeling really good. And I, I went on this walk by myself. It was this little hike. And, and, you know, we're talking about voices again, right? So I hear this voice mm-hmm. and it's like, get naked. And I'm like, that's a horrible idea. I'm alone in the woods. <laughs> My mother would kill me. I'm not getting naked in the woods. Like, what do you, you know? And uh, I kept walking and I hear it again, like, just trust. And I'm like, no. mm -mm." And then I hear it again. And I was like, all right. So here now I am like, you know, trying to um, compromise, you know, with higher self, with the universe creator, whatever it is that you want to call this, this power that's bigger than us, that breathes us. Um, And I'm like, okay, listen. If there's, it's like 47 degrees, mind you. Okay, so it's pretty like, chilly. Pretty it's chilly. pretty chilly, you know, but I, I do love Wim Hof and I do some of that. So, you know, cold water therapy, but I was like, all right, like real deal universe. If there's sunshine around the next corner, I'll get naked in the woods. And I've never been on the trail, so I have no idea. And I kind of come around the bend and there's these three pine trees and three is really cool because if you follow numbers and things, three is Trinity. It's, you know, that whole like just angelic presence. And I was like, of course, there's three pine trees and there's three spots of sunshine. And I was like, oh, well, I'm a woman of my word. So I guess I'm getting naked in the woods. So I started to put my clothes on a tree and I hear this voice. It's like, you could go slower. You could get it over faster. And I'm like, my goodness, fine. And it was like, take a picture too. And I'm like, oh, now I'm taking nude photos. This is no, this isn't me. Like, oh man, I started to feel like this little panic. And it's just this higher self talking to me, you know? So I put my phone on my boot on a timer and I naked and I run to the sunshine spot. And I, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I just strike like a little bit of a pose and I run back to the camera and I look at the photo. And I was like, the sun just hit my body. It was glow. It was like the moment in Twilight, you know, when the sun hits Edward's face you know, like that kind of glow. And I just looked at, I was like, wow, I'm really beautiful. And for the first time in a year, the other voice said, yes, you really are. So it took so long for those voices to start to really agree with one another that what I knew to be true really was true. And that opened up a floodgate of layers where you really start to love yourself. You know, and it's not just, it's not as simple as just looking at yourself in the mirror, but there's things and, 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 and steps that you can take, you know, it's loving yourself for where you're at now. I'm not in the body that I want to be in even still, but I love this body. This body does amazing things for me. So again, it goes to that self-love. It goes to that gratitude right into the very fiber and being of every cell and thing that puts us together you know, and it's saying, yes, thank you for walking me today. Thank you hands for allowing me to pet my dogs today. You know, it's like your best friend. Do you talk shit to your best friend? You're like, oh, you're a piece of, well, no, you usually lift them up and talk nice to them. And so then they like to do things and they like to hang out for you. You know, when we Mm -hmm. do all this negative self-talk, we create division within ourselves. Yeah. 
And how is your body and your mind going to want to be better, do better, look better, feel better if all you're feeding it is negativity? It's not. So when you can start to talk to it nicer and really love it, even if it love the fat roll, you know, I got one still, I love it. I'm like, you're doing good. You know, you don't need to protect me anymore. Thank you so much for showing up. I appreciate you keeping my organs warm. Let's go ahead and you can go now. Thank you. You know, and, and just talking Mm -hmm. nice and it, it really sounds crazy, but it's such a massive shift. And it creates these different layers that you start to peel back each one. You know, it's not like a one button and you're, oh, I love myself. It's like each week is this new, beautiful thing that you learn about yourself, that you can love about yourself. Um, I started to practice and become a facilitator for this thing called Transcendance. And it brings you through these 10 phases and it really helps you move energy blocks and things through your body. And I always wanted to dance and I thought dancers were so beautiful and I didn't think that I could. That's a limiting belief. Now it's just absolute poppycock. All I had to do was just love myself and be okay with the way my body moved and moved it the way it wanted to. And then magically I was like, oh, this is amazing. Look at what this thing can do. I can dance. It's not like that. It's my version, you know, and it's, and it's beautiful. And so it's just figuring out you and, and what really unlocks you and your love and your potential and things. And it's a little bit different for everybody, but there are some, you know, science behind things. There's some spirit behind things that are kind of relatively unison for everybody. You know, we're all energy, we're all matter. So moving the body, you know, getting your nitric oxide up, getting your endorphins up, moving in the morning versus later in the evening gets that pumping in the, in the very beginning checking your thoughts before bed, checking them in the morning, you know, and, and just starting to raise awareness into those spaces and then kind of cultivating that through the rest of it. Wow. Thanks for sharing that really beautiful story uh, about you in the woods. Honestly, like I started tearing up a little bit because it was really um, in your storytelling, you could really tell that there was like this true like moment where there was this like shift and agreeance and alignment from both like your uh, conscious brain and this like other voice that had been disagreeing for a year and then in that moment they were just like yeah like you're beautiful and so I thought that was really powerful and I appreciate you sharing that and the and and everything else you shared but I want to tell you that that like that story really touched me honestly Um, thank you and and I want to know how to like, so you've become extraordinarily self-aware to this other voice, right? How does someone raise their own personal awareness to like understand that there's this voice or there's this other being or this other thing going on that's like that you can accept and love and let, and also like allow it to just be free. And then also how does that play into like letting this like higher self or higher self like yeah. come into you? There's a, there's a discernment that you start to understand that the, the small voice, what my mentor calls it, she calls it the still small voice. That one's always supportive. It's always like, yeah, oh, this sounds beautiful. I would love that. It always has this like warm, beautiful 
thing, you know, or like this calling and, and the other voice, <laughs> the other voice is usually the opposite of that, or one that's trying to convince you not to, or the one that is of, you know, childhood programming or, or subconscious programming, understanding that there is a part of your mind that was programmed from the time you were one to seven years old. You were in a theta wave. And if you want, you can check him out, Bruce Lipton, you know, biology of belief and all these other things. There's a lot, um, Dr. Joe Dispenza, there's a lot of beautiful people out there that really kind of go much deeper into this, but just to touch on this a little bit, there is an actual part of us, they call it the lizard brain that's back there, that's already programmed, it's already got these things in, and that's what, if we don't bring that consciousness into the moment and into what we're saying and thinking and feeling and discern them, that thing is running your ship. You know, it's the moment when you're driving somewhere and all of a sudden you're like, what the hell? I was supposed to get off of that exit. And you're going home to your parents' house because that's where you've been going for the last 20, 30 years of your life. And your brain just started to take you there instead of where you're actually going, you know? Mm. Um, so that's the part of your mind that's, that's programmed already. And that's the part that some people call it the ego. Some people call it, you know, the subconscious programming. But basically you want to just feel into that that calling, that warm, still, small voice that's encouraging, that's like, yes, come out of your shell. Yes, get uncomfortable. Yes, you can do this. Mm, that sounds great. You know, and then not the one that says, but you don't have the money to do that, but you shouldn't because. Don't you think you should this and first, but you'll lose your health benefits. But, but, but. That's not your inner calling. That's not that inner voice. That's the societal programming and it's your job to find what aligns with you what resonates with you in order to break that cycle and that pattern to align with what your true power is and what your true gift is and there's many different tools out there that you can utilize to get there but raising awareness to just that moment there should be like this little you know imaginary fake flag that like pops up and it goes ding 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 ding, ding. like nope that thought is not aligned with self and you know it should start to kind of bring this thing up in you where you know um try to think of an example it's been a little bit but um oh here we go creating funnels <laughs> you know so in my head I was like I'm, I'm like wow I have all this content I should put it together and that's that's really what I was feeling I was like yes this is great let's put it together so that more people can access this I was like yes this feels fully aligned I love this and then my brain went uh, you don't know how to do that. You're not good with computers. Uh, and I went, oh yeah. So, okay, well, I guess I just won't do that then. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what? No, 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 no. Hold on. Sneaky. You know, like, oh, it counts for computers too. Yes, it does. So that little voice, it can be sneaky. It can be sly, you know, and sometimes, you know, I even still have to call for outside help and be like, all right, I need another set of eyes on this you know, yeah. and, um, and you get a little bit of support, you know, it's, it's always helpful when you have another set of eyes that are supporting you in this to, to check those spaces. Um, but ultimately, take a look in the mirror, look at what you're saying, you know, is what you're saying expanding your body? Is your body getting excited? You know, when I talk about, oh, you know, I'm like, I just got home from, you know, Thailand working with the elephants and it was so amazing. And I felt his, you know, his little trunk wrap around my face and, and he gave me a kiss and it was so beautiful. Right. And, and you feel that expansion versus, well, I didn't get to go to Thailand because of COVID. And so I guess, I mean, I don't know if I'll ever see elephants and that's very contractive. Mm -hmm. 
you know, so knowing yeah. and, 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 and like, so feeling that vibration, feeling into the vibration that's supportive of that expansion, but it's actually like a physical and, and audible thing that you can see and hear on yourself when you're speaking to people, you know, so if you're coming up to a friend and you're talking about something, try to notice what you're noticing about yourself. Like, oh, am I talking and am I excited about what I'm talking about? Or am I actually kind of depressed about what I'm talking about? And these are the little moments that you can actually take into that to start to raise that awareness. Wow. Thanks for, this has just been an amazing interview. You've shared so many small little gems and insights. And I want to ask, is there anything that you wish you had been able to share today uh, or a question you wish I had asked you that I haven't asked you? You know, I don't know. I feel, I feel like it was pretty on point, but you know, I, I would say, um, you know, like, even if you think that you don't have a dream and even if you think that you don't have a purpose, sometimes all our purpose is, is to just have experiences. And the experiences are what start to draw out and give you that base for feeling into what it is that your dream could be. So everybody has one, you know, your thoughts become things. So don't think that it's stupid. You know, don't think that it's, you know, never going to happen because if a thought came to you, if a dream came to you, you can do one of two things. You can grab it and run with it and see where it brings you, or you can allow it to pass. But the excitement and the adventure is in the journey of grabbing it and seeing what happens. Amazing, Cody. Thanks so much for being on here. Where can people find out more about you? How can they connect with you if they want to learn more and just jam out with you? Yeah. So um, on Instagram, it's soul sprout three, three, three on Facebook. It's just soul sprout. You can look me up directly if that's too difficult. It's Cody Wassel. Um, and I have a website, soulsproutspeaks.com. Yes, that is a tongue twister. So good luck with that one, guys. <laughs> um, but I'd be more than happy to connect with anybody. Absolutely. I do um, complimentary strategy sessions. So if you guys want to get on a 30 minute to a one hour call with me, um, that's a gift so we can see what we can unpack in that time. And if you find that it serves you and we find that there's a good fit and you want to work with me, I am absolutely here to help support you on your journey. Mm, love that so much, Cody. Thank you so much for being here. You've been listening to the Entrepreneur's Connection Show. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Entrepreneur's Connection Show. I really appreciate you sticking around and listening. I hope you took away some really valuable gems. If you did, if you thought this was an amazing episode, go ahead, leave a rating, leave a review, and let us know what you think. And if you're looking to connect more with me, with the guests, you can go ahead over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash quantum connectors. That is where we are all hanging out. And uh, you can join the community of other listeners and other entrepreneurs and go-getters who are looking to create an amazing life for themselves. So I can't wait to see you there. Thank you again. Keep listening. Hit subscribe so you can get some more gems on the Entrepreneur's Connection show.